Come on, everybody. Here we go. Up to Neverland. Welcome to Detour to Neverland, where we interview Disney content creators and product producers. We share Disney stories and strategies for how to grow your Disney hobby or business. Here's your host, Brendan Wright. Welcome back to Detour to Neverland. One of the most rewarding and really important things that we're able to do here at Detour to Neverland is be able to follow all of our past guests. And, and we get so much joy out of being able to see the new projects and the new avenues that our previous guests are able to go down and, and evolve and connect more people with Disney. And that is exactly what our guest today is doing. It's Emil. You may remember her back from episode number six. In that episode, we talked a lot about the Disney Parks Moms panel, which Emil is part of, and, and we can talk about that again today. Um, but you also have some very new projects going on that we're so excited to learn about, learn about the thought process and, and what kind of content you're going to be uh, providing now. So, Emil, thank you again for joining us for another episode. We really appreciate it. If you can go ahead and introduce yourself to someone who's not as familiar with your work, and then we'll get started. Absolutely, Brandon. Hi, everybody. So my name is Emil, and I'm so glad to be um, back on this amazing podcast. It's uh, I love what you guys are doing, and I'm just excited to be here again. Uh, we met through Instagram, which is awesome. You know, it, it, it's funny. I saw this meme recently that said something about, you know, when you were growing up in the 80s, they always told you don't talk to strangers and that definitely don't get in, in cars with strangers. And then fast forward to 2018 and we have Uber, which is basically internet and strangers and cars that we're getting on. And I feel like the same way with Instagram. At first, I was so leery when I was meeting people. And now I have like these friends that I've made through social media that are close friends. And it's so fun. So I just absolutely love it. So anyway, um, I am part of the Disney Parks Moms panel. I have been super blessed to have applied in 2016 and I have uh, I was picked for uh, 2017 and was also um, asked to come back in 2018. I am fully bilingual born and raised in Puerto Rico so I do um, some uh, answer questions for guests through the Disney website in English and in Spanish and if you don't know about the website or about the panel uh, DisneyParksMomsPanel.com it's a really cool um, free resource for people planning their Disney vacations and not just Disney World, which is my specialty, but we also have, you know, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line and DVC. And so anyone that's a Disney nerd and wants to get those tips and tricks from super Disney nerds like myself, <laughs> definitely hit the website. Um, and let's see, you wanted me to touch on um, Emil Enchanted. So I, I realized a couple years ago, I was uh, browsing through some old emails and old files that I had. And I have pretty much been blogging for goodness, years and years, just not super consistently, you know, just being a mom and having jobs and whatever. Um, but I always loved to write. I always loved to just have that um, outlet of, you know, and, and reading other people's blogs and just have that community and all that good stuff. And so I had a blog um, that I sort of revamped to really focus on it and really just invest some time and energy. And I'm really excited about it. And it's called Emil Enchanted. And it's Emil Enchanted because I feel like with my husband and I taking this leap of faith and moving closer to Disney because it was our favorite vacation spot, 
Disney is sort of our lifestyle and not to sound like a super weirdo or anything, you know, but when you think of Disney, Disney is magic, but it's nostalgia, it's dreams, it's pixie dust. It's just, to me, it, it's joy. It's, it's awesome. And so I love to add that and incorporate that into all the facets of my life to bring joy into my work, to bring joy and magic. And like, you know, those quotes that are so famous by Walt, you know, it's fun to do the impossible and all those sorts of things that are so encouraging and so uplifting. And so uh, my, my um, slogan, if you will, is living this enchanted life. And I'm just sort of speaking that, you know, I'm just saying whatever life brings you, wherever season you're at, and so I'm just writing about that. I'm writing about a lot of my adventures in Disney, but also in my day-to-day -day life as a mom, as a traveling mom with my regular job, which is bizarre to say the least. I don't know if we addressed this last time we were doing this, but I do like prison ministry stuff. Um, anyway, I'm going on for like an hour here. No, <laughs> I love like it. The That's longest great. intro you've ever heard. <laughs> no, I love it. I mean, feel free to edit. Feel free to edit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. I, I mean, it's and it's so wonderful because I think back in episode six, we talked a lot about the moms panel, which that is still such a big part of your life and a big part yes. of what you're doing. Mm -hmm. But one of the most rewarding experience for me of making these Disney friends and interviewing people like yourself who are out there putting out Disney content is seeing these people grow and evolve and see new chapters unfold. So when you were doing your countdown and, and getting ready to announce a meal enchanted, I was just so excited on the edge of my seat and, and, <laughs> you know, just, it brings me just as much joy to see that, you know, you're just furthering your ways to connect with people about Disney and other aspects of your uh, interest as well. So that's so great. One thing I wanted to hit on, cause I was reading uh, your about me post on there because um, there's a lot of things that I didn't know about you, but one that Emil Enchanted, I guess, kind of has a double meaning, right? With the Disney and then also back to your roots in Puerto Rico. Totally, totally. So in Puerto Rico, uh, the island of Puerto Rico is also referred to as the island of enchantment, La Isla del Encanto. And so I wanted to make sure that I represented where I'm from and my roots and all that good stuff. And you'll you'll get to see some of that as well. You know, as I was saying earlier, I, I, I'm bilingual, I'm Latina, and I just want to make sure that I... Um, honor those traditions and those roots in what I'm doing right now. Yeah, that's great. Because in your former Instagram profile as Live in La Vida Disney, you definitely had um, those Latin roots in there. But I'm glad to see that the tradition continues with the music. Yes, <laughs> definitely. And that there was a lot of brainstorming on how to keep that in there and uh, and make it a little more. Um, I guess it's not as obvious as live in La Vida Disney because that's such a such a catchphrase. You know, Ricky Martin made it so big. <laughs> but uh, I'm glad that you you did address that. So yay! <laughs> <laughs> well, good deal. So we talked a lot about the Moms Panel in our last episode. Um, so if anybody's interested in that and kind of the process of how that application uh, works, then that's a great episode to go back and listen to if you haven't already. But if you can kind of just give us an update on that, um, I know that your time is going to come to an end, or at least you have to take a break, I guess a mandatory break. Can you walk us through that process and kind of how that has led into starting a Mail Enchanted? Absolutely. And so, you know, with the moms panel, it is a privilege and it's so much fun that we get to answer questions for guests, but it's, it's time consuming. And so I know that when my contract is up, you know, my at the end of this year, when, when you get on the panel, they offer you, you know, it depends on the individual. When you first get in, it's usually a one-year contract. And then from there on, you know, 
it depends on what Disney needs and, and the, the needs that they're trying to fill with the upcoming attractions and whatever direction they're taking. And so I was lucky enough that I got a second year with a, a full year offer, um, which ends this December. And they just did the search in September and the new class has been chosen. Um, they will be announced soon. So those guys will get, get ready to, to hop on and help guests online. And um, on top of the new class, they also go back and, and, and pick alums, you know, people that have been in the panel before. And uh, they add those people to basically current uh, panelists because we get a, a ton of questions. So a lot of guests that want, you know, specific answers for planning needs. And that's kind of the uh, the idea behind it is that personal experience that we've been there. You know, we have that hands on boots on the ground. You know, we vacation here often and we can answer those really specific questions. Like one of the questions I saw the other day was like, what's the coffee maker at Port Orleans, whatever. And one of the moms knew the answer. I'm like, oh my gosh, because they just, they were just there. And they were like, oh, we were just there. And this is the kind of coffee thing. And I'm like, well, good, because I have no idea. <laughs> but it's stuff like that that is is fun about it, very personalized and whatnot. So yeah, um, I'm just kind of planning ahead and, and thinking, okay, I love Disney. I want to continue being part of that community. Like you were saying, providing that content. I live so close to the parks. I, I literally can hear the fireworks at night and I just adore being at Disney all the time. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll see that. <laughs> My friends make fun of me. They're like, seriously, you're there all the time. I'm like, I know, it's just so fun. <laughs> I can't stay away. And so I want to just continue writing about that and writing about, you know, my kids growing up at the parks and whatever tips and tricks that I that I learn. I love sharing those and and just uh, sharing those experiences. It's just fun. Yeah, for sure. So something that many people I think will notice that on your website, of course, since you are kind of in control and you're in the driver's seat, you have a lot more lateral movement so you can share more of your um, family stuff. Your, I know the different categories you have, and I'll go ahead and read them off for our listeners. So you have family, Disney, fashion, travel, beauty, faith, and health. So that's just a that's a wide range, and so that just kind of captures everything that you're trying to share with your audience. Is that right? Correct. And again, like I was saying earlier, it just it goes back to putting all those elements that I feel like it's going to be weird how how all of it is going to have a little bit of disney and it, <laughs> i sound crazy by saying that but we're disney nerds it is what it is but you know one of the things that i wanted to address on the health thing is i started like this meal plan just to eat cleaner eat healthier and all this stuff and one of the blogs that i'm starting to plan um which is taking me a minute because you know when you're on vacation you basically eat whatever but some of us want to try to not go off the bandwagon too badly and so I've been looking at, you know, quick service restaurant options that are better for you. And I'm going to try to compilate, you know, lists for that, you know, people that are doing the keto diets and, and those sorts of things. And just kind of share those tips because it's the kind of stuff that when you're planning a Disney vacation, you kind of want to know if you make that choice of let me not go crazy and eat all the Dole Whips in the world, <laughs> you know, where do I go find the good stuff? And it's things like that, you know, and, and fashion. I love I I posted about um, just Disney style, you know, how you can do Disney bounding and how you do like casual wear and um, dapper days and all that kind of fun stuff. So everything is going to have a little bit of that Disney pixie dust throughout the blog. And of course, you know, there's going to be regular family personal stuff too that I want to share. But for, for my Disney followers that are Disney fans like me, you're not going to miss out on that because it's definitely going to be heavy on Disney. <laughs> yeah. So I want to maybe turn it back a little bit. And you said you mentioned already that you were just trying to plan ahead 
and, and be able to have another outlet to share that. But what did that look like? What kind of went through your head of you decided, all right, I'm going to purchase this domain name and this is going to be the place that I deposit all of my thoughts and all the content that I'm trying to create kind of from start to finish. What did that look like and, and how did it come to fruition? Well, so like I said before, I already had a, you know, very hobby level live in La Vida Disney blog that was mostly if something really fun happened and I really needed to like, you know, have a lot of information condensed that was too much for like an Instagram post or a Facebook post, then I would go and write about it. But part partly the reason why it was more of a hobby, I actually started living La Vida Disney before I got on the panel. So I was going to go full blown, but then I got on the panel and I was like, whoa, I don't have time for that right now. And so I just, it was more of a, it was on the back burner. And now that I'm getting ready to have the time, I'm going to put it back you know, where, where it was meant to be originally and, and dive in big time. It's been really cool because through the panel and through Instagram and social media and whatever, I have met some incredibly successful bloggers that have been very encouraging and just kind of helping me set it up and, and what to do and what not to do. And so I call them my fairy blog mothers because <laughs> it seems appropriate. I actually stole that term from my sister who's a blogger as well. And she's one of my fairy blog mothers too. So shout out to my sister Copelia. Um, but anyway, uh, so yeah, that was kind of the process of, okay, I wanted to do this. I had to put it back, but let me, you know, put it in the forefront again and give it a little more life and just more, um, like you were saying, it's just going to be a little bit more rounded instead of just being that pigeonholed, specifically Disney. I think that there's so many other facets of things that that people, moms and, and women my age, that we can all just kind of, it, it's going to be kind of a cool hub for that, that uh, target market, if you want to call it. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to narrow it down too much. I hope that, you know, my viewers are broad, a broad spectrum, but <laughs> I am a mom. I am a Disney nerd. I am a female. So those sort of topics are going to be prevalent. For sure. Yeah. And I think from my standpoint, it's just so exciting to see that, that, that you're continuing that and still continuing to connect with people, trying to help win with their Disney vacations, but also other things as well. And that leads me into something that's been so fascinating. And I think it's probably intentional on your end that you're sharing a lot more, uh, for, uh, especially a lot more of your career stuff on your Instagram. So I've been able to learn a little bit about that. And I've just been fascinated by it, by the <laughs> organization that you work with, and also just your role about how many people you're able to impact and the way that you're able to impact. So if you wouldn't mind just kind of sharing that in this setting, uh, because I think it is a really unique thing that you're that you're doing. It is. Yeah, I kind of mentioned that I threw it in there earlier randomly, <laughs> but it's the weirdest thing. So I work for an organization called Bill Glass Behind the Walls. It's like my full time job and I get to travel. And so the background, I'm, I'll try to be quick because, you know, I'm Puerto Rican. I'm, <laughs> I can be very long winded. Like I said, feel free to edit. <laughs> but I um, I was born and raised in Puerto Rico and my sister heard of this audition going on. Atlantic Records was putting together a Hispanic girl band. It was going to be a Christian pop group, and I got picked. I was one of the girls that got picked, and they moved me to Nashville. And so I did the the music industry hustle for a good 15 years. While in Nashville, this ministry came by. They did an event, and they're basically a prison ministry. They go into – they do these, like, mini crusades. I hate that word, but you know what I mean, to where mm -hmm. they just get a lot of people together and do this ministry, this outreach thing. And – 
One of the things that I loved about them is that it wasn't super churchy. Like when you hear prison ministry, people can kind of have that knee-jerk reaction of, ew, like you're weird. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so not like that. Like the the bottom line is what we're telling these inmates and these people, because we visit juveniles, we visit shelters. We're just letting these people know, listen, you're loved. There's hope. There's grace. There's a second chance. And the way that we do that is by bringing fun. And so I get to go in there and sing for them, use like the talents that I thought I wouldn't be able to use anymore, you know, not being in Nashville, but I felt like God opened that door for me and it's been amazing. So I get to sing like mainstream songs. So it's not church at all. Like I'm in there singing like one of the things that I do is I'll take a mainstream song, but I'll give, give it a, a deeper message. So I literally will go in there and sing Umbrella by Rihanna. <laughs> and I'll joke with the inmates and I'll say, you know, in, in life there's storms and you don't want some ghetto umbrella that's going to break and, and jack up, you know, like your situation and you're going to get soaked. You want an anchor and you want like a shelter. And so we go in there and we give them that hope and we give them that that comfort to know like people still care about you. And so I've been able to do that for 14 years now, which is unreal. But it's so funny because even in that, you'll laugh at this so hard. So <laughs> I, I've learned that when you can crack a joke, people's like walls come down a little bit. And so I legit took a stand-up comedy class because I learned that. I was like, I can sort of be funny, but I kind of have to work on it. And so I make this joke about an audition. It's it's half true story, half a joke. When I first moved here, I went to an audition. And it's the stupidest thing because I'm going to be real. I was, well, how old was I when that happened? 36? It doesn't matter. I was in my 30s. I'm too old for this. <laughs> and I auditioned. I went in there trying to audition. Mind you, again, I am Puerto Rican, okay? And it was a, a face character audition for like Cinderella and Rapunzel or something crazy. So of course I got nowhere. It was tragic, but funny. And I, it was one of those, I had to, I had to try. Um, but I, I turned that story into a joke and I go into this funny story. And then I, I talk about like, it's not a real story, but I go into this singing thing where I pretend like I'm auditioning for Ariel. And then I pretend to sing part of your world. And it just turns into this hilarious joke. I can't do it now because it wouldn't be as funny. It would flop. It would bomb. But anyway, and then I actually sing a, a Disney medley in prison. It's like the craziest thing, but they love it. It's that it's that Disney nostalgia. It's that stinking magic that even people that are in the darkest of seasons, it just brings that joy. It brings that hope. And man, what a joy. What a cool thing to to be a part of. You know what I'm saying? So that's like the 20-minute version of <laughs> what I do. <laughs> And that's awesome because I think, you know, I just kind of picked it up in pieces and you kind of shared what you were doing and, and where you were and what the different projects that you guys were working on and sort of pieced it together, then got the website, went and checked it out. And I thought, holy cow, this is amazing. Like, <laughs> it's I've got so crazy. To, I've got to learn more about this. So I, I thank yeah. you so much for sharing that because that is a very unique organization. And I think that that's a great way of connecting with people for sure. So that that's amazing. It is. It's it's weird, but fun and cool and very rewarding for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's a great question whenever you get an icebreaker of what do you do for a living? I know, I know. And when I'm traveling, where are you coming from? Oh, I just got out of prison. <laughs> People are like, you're kidding, right? I'm like, nope, I'm not kidding at all. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, that's amazing work. Um, and, and yeah, so that's making a huge impact. So that, that is absolutely great stuff. So I think... 
normally right here is where we do our lightning round. But since you've already done that back in episode six, I tried to come up with some new fun questions to cover and hopefully it'll be good. We'll just try to get some off the wall things, uh, but <laughs> try to, you know, do a replacement for the lightning round, if that sounds good. That sounds awesome. Let's do it. So I have to give a shout out first. So most all of these questions came from my friend Kate, Kate Juno on Instagram. She was just spitballing one day and came up with a lot of these. So I just copy and pasted them from her. So thank you to her for coming up with some great questions. But the yes, first, those are awesome. <laughs> yeah. So the first one is just if you could only have one lifetime fast pass for one ride, which ride would you pick? OK, I'm sort of going to cheat. And I'm going to look at the future and I'm just going to go ahead and claim a lifetime Tron light cycle power run fast pass for life because you know how it is. There's going to be like 20 years before the light, the lines for that attraction are <laughs> yeah. going to, it's not even open yet. And people are like that. I'm like that. I cannot wait. Yeah. So yes. Can I do that? Is that legal? <laughs> I think that is legal. We'll let that to pass. My only okay. hope is that. If it's right there behind Space Mountain, maybe it'll make the Space Mountain line die down. But I have a feeling it'll just be people hit uh, both of those oh, back to back and they'll totally, always be. Totally. Totally. Yes. <laughs> but that is a great choice uh, for sure. That's that's forward thinking. Yes. <laughs> got to plan ahead for Disney. You know how it is. Got to plan ahead. <laughs> yeah. So next one would be if there's one ride that may be you walk into it and you think it maybe needs a little TLC, needs to maybe get a refurb, or maybe you just think that it doesn't fit in the parks. What's that one ride for you? Fits in the park, needs a refurb. It's one. Of, it's my childhood favorite. It's Space Mountain. Um, mm. Can they just make it less less chiropractor <laughs> needed after riding? <laughs> Am I getting old? I don't know. <laughs> you know, I, I went to Disneyland and rode the one there, and I think that they did like a full whatever. It was the one where you sit side by side. You know, at, at, yeah. at Disney World, you still sit one behind another. Um, yes. Can we please just maybe gut the track and make it magical it's it's the best ride ever but it just needs a little love <laughs> do you agree am i horrible <laughs> i i agree my only issue is i want them to plan that between my trips because i can't imagine a trip to oh, magic kingdom no. without riding space mountain i hear you that happened to me once as a kid and i was devastated <laughs> it was before the freaking internet we had no idea it was going to be under refurbishment and i literally ran to it and it was closed i wanted to cry i probably did cry actually <laughs> it was horrible on i'm a, with you there on a similar thought um i went i just got back from disneyland but before i went i think i was nine or ten years old and even as a nine or ten year old the matterhorn that's how i felt getting off of it that it just rips you around and, yes. and was really rough so i agree i think it's like the same mechanism it kind of feels similar it's that rocket looking one behind the other yes it is chiropractor they need a chiropractor office like right at the exit. Oh my gosh, that's horrible. So it, Matterhorn was down for refurbishment while we were there. So maybe they're smoothing <gasps> it out, but I'm not sure. Oh, that's a bummer though. I still write it. Yeah. Even if you get all jacked up, you, you <laughs> oh, yeah. still write it. It's completely worth it. <laughs> yes. All right. So next one would be what rider attraction do you hope never leaves the park? Easy. Peter Pan Flight. Please don't ever get rid of the magic. Oh, that ride. I mean, does it not just like that's just the the epitome of Disney to me. Yeah, I, I think that 
I, that's kind of my fear is that, you know, if I'm going 25 or 30 years from now, are all of these old classic movies, are they going to transfer to the next generation or are they going to start weeding them out? So I hope they could, but I hope they don't. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I have similar thoughts. Mine for that one. I know this is your lightning round, but I'm going to put in some of mine too. Yeah. These are such, these are such fun questions. I really hope that Figment in some sort of capacity gets to stay in Epcot. I just feel like any day now they're going to announce it and I'll, no, I'll be devastated. Oh my gosh, that would be super sad. No, but they're still making him the face for stuff. Like yeah. he was the face for, what was it, food and wine? Or yeah. anyway, but yeah, no, no, no. We love Figment. <laughs> <laughs> I still miss, and this is where I'm going to fail miserably. What was the name of the guy that, that had Figment? He had like, he would walk around where the little fountains are we both going to fail at this right now? I'm putting you on the spot. If you hadn't remember. asked me right now. I know, but you know who I'm talking about. The guy with the hat and the mustache and the beard. And he had Figment with him. The Dreamfinder. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well done. Well done. Clap, Go- clap, clap. Google is your friend. so <laughs> Don't call yourself out. Come on. <laughs> well, I love I, it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I I feel like I have very vague memories of seeing Fimit and the Dreamfinder walk around. Unfortunately, I don't have any pictures of it or anything. So I, f- I feel like I had to have met him at some point, though. I bet you did. I bet you did. <laughs> All right. So next one would be your most memorable character meet and greet. Okay. So this is a mom moment because... It takes a whole other level of awesome when you have littles and you see that wonder in their eyes. So we were at um, the tea party and um, my daughter, who is a huge Winnie the Pooh fan, sees because, you know, Winnie and Tigger are like the brightest colors you have ever seen. Like Tigger is like neon orange. It's amazing. And so it was around Easter. And I think I don't even know that who was there I think it might have been just rabbit which is special and Tigger and so as we're walking out we see them and they were getting ready to open the meet and greet so my daughter literally was able to like run to them and like hold their hand and go through the line and just have this super magical like the pictures she's like mid-air in half the pictures because she was jumping at joy and I just I'll never forget that and and to this day, like she and if you follow my Instagram, you'll see I'm always posting like little stories of her meeting characters because it's just the freaking best. She's wigging out. You know, the magic is real to her. She met Elena recently and she was just wigging out. It was amazing. So but anyway, yeah, meeting, meeting her favorites and just seeing her in the way that happened. You know, it was like they were right there and they like grabbed her and oh my gosh, stuff that just doesn't usually happen at Magic Kingdom. You're usually waiting in line or whatever. But it, it was just a really sweet pixie dusted moment with um with the uh, Winnie the Pooh and, and the pals. That's awesome. <laughs> that reminds me. So we went to Mickey's Halloween party when we were in Disneyland and we had done our research beforehand and we saw that Rabbit normally meets back in Critter Country during the party. 
And for what it was like on the top of my list that I have to meet Rabbit because, you know, it's so rare. It is. Right. And then for some reason, we just had a brain fart and we never went back there. (laughs) That's tragic. So I guess we have to go back next year because I think he's been there the last couple of years. (laughs) You have to do it now. (laughs) I tried to convince myself, well, maybe he wasn't out that night. And then I looked on Instagram and saw that and other you people saw <laughs> pictures. That's killer. Oh, that's gut wrenching. <laughs> A good excuse to go back, though. Always. Yeah, for sure. So, last question that we'll cover, and it's great for you since you're a local. What are some of your favorite activities to do outside of the parks? Oh my gosh, this is another twenty minute conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. I won't. I promise. One of my favorite things is jelly rolls. I don't know if this is one of those secret gems that people might or might not know about, but it's basically a dueling piano bar at the boardwalk at Disney's boardwalk and just try it because it's epic. And if when you go, uh, one of the musicians, one of the pianists named Scotty, if he's there, you have to ask him, you have to request rainbow connection, but the Kermit version, and you will not, you will thank me later because those guys are, they just blow my mind. And mind you, I lived in Nashville for 15 years, which is music city. And seriously, like the musicianship in Nashville, hello, you live in Nashville. You know what I'm talking about. Like you meet, you meet people that are just mind blowing and they're like waiting tables. These guys are just that top notch, like amazingly talented, funny, and just so fantastic. And they'll sing whatever. So it's just a fun, fun night, but it is adults. It's a, it's a bar. So I think it's 21 and up if I'm not mistaken, I'm almost positive. So that's a favorite. And obviously resort hopping, especially in the holidays is another top. Like I've already planned gingerbread house hunting and all this good stuff now that they're up. But uh, Disney Springs is another favorite. I love just dining at Disney Springs and just walking around and seeing the sights. It's just, there, there really is a ton to do here outside of the parks. Like we still haven't explored everything there is to do. And we've been here three years now. So mm-hmm. always something fun to do. I'm sure you have seen him since you probably go to Springs a lot more often than me. But have you seen the guy with the mobile piano that goes? Through yes. This? He it's is amazing. It's not just a guy. They have a girl. Oh, they do. Too. Oh, gotcha. And she is. Can I tell you? She sounds like Sarah Bareilles. If you don't know who Sarah Bareilles oh, is, yeah. she's amazing. It. She is amazing. <laughs> And I'm such a kid. I'm like trying to figure out how the thing works. I'm looking around. I'm like, does somebody have a remote? Like, how is this? This is sorcery. And I love it. <laughs> I, we did but the yes. exact same thing. <laughs> I love it. It's so stinking cool. Yes. And like during the holidays, I saw um, they have obviously the, the toy soldier guys. They have them in, in stilts um, throughout. So if you're here, anybody that's listening, definitely hit Disney Springs at night. Right now, there's just so much super fun things happening there. Like, check it out. Check it out. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I We did the exact same thing. We stood and you know, we saw the circle around the mobile piano. And I kept looking like, there's got to be some guy with his hand in his pocket or something with did a little remote control. Out? No, we did not. <laughs> I need to know the answer to this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to submit a question to the mom's panel. No, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. That one might get denied. Yeah. Like, who is? What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a, we don't need to spoil the magic. I'm probably exactly. better off not knowing. <laughs> true that, true that. I still want to know, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. Well, I think we covered some great topics. And like I said, I'm just so excited that you're 
you know, unfolding this new chapter, being able to share a wider variety of content, both on your Instagram and on the website as well. So I'm so excited and so happy that you're able to come back on here and share the new things that are going on with your life. Yes, I'm so super excited. Also, this is going to sound like the biggest pat in the back, but the <laughs> only reason I'm throwing this in there is because I'm the biggest nerd in the world and I just found out recently and I was geeking out like a complete dork. But I did a video for the mom's panel for um it was like a a must do type thing for the minivans and somebody told me that they put it on in room tv <laughs> so i'm so stoked it's so stupid i just can't wait to like do my next little staycation and take that super cheesy picture next to the tv because i am a nerd and i'm super excited about it so there you go <laughs> there you go cyber world i just said it i am a nerd and i'm excited about it <laughs> maybe you are the next what's her name stacy who who does so many of those videos <laughs> Hey, listen, if they call me, I no no offense to Stacy. I love you, honey. But I mean, I'm game. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> Bring it on. Yeah, no, that was the, I, I literally geeked out. It was so nerdy, but how fun. That's just fun. That's like a childhood thing. Like, shut up, dude. I'm on in-room TV. That's really fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, and so many people have that playing just throughout their day. That's what we, I mean, we almost never turn it to a normal cable channel. We're either what watching. Would you? Yeah. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Yes. Oh we end gosh. up. I'm such a nerd. It's funny because a lot of times we ended up turning on to the DVC page. It's like, we're already DVC members. Like we don't have to be sold. Like, why are we watching this? But, <laughs> Wait, but, I didn't know you guys were DVC. Oh, that's are. so cool. That's another bucket list thing. I, Me and my husband joke. It's like we live here, but we totally still want to get some DVC points at some point in our life. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> it's, it's a very exciting time for us because we actually just booked our very first week-long vacation, and it'll be the first time that my niece is going. So she'll be around 18 months next Aww. October. So we booked a week at the Polynesian. Oh, so we are so ecstatic. Oh, well done. That is fantastic. Oh, my gosh. And I think it's been six years since me and my entire family has been. So this will be our first trip all going back and my niece's first trip. So we are, we cannot oh be more excited. Oh my gosh, that sounds epic. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy for y'all. That's fantastic. Yay. Love it. Love it. Well, perfect. Well, is there anything else you want to share with the listeners before we head off? Oh my gosh. Um, I don't know. Thank you for listening. You guys are awesome. And come by my site and let's be friends. Stalk me on Instagram and hit me with messages. I always answer. <laughs> True story. I love meeting Disney nerds and, and chatting. I Like I said earlier, like I've met some really cool people through these uh, cyber webs. So definitely let's chat. I like making friends. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, to our listeners, if you're not already connected with Emil, you can find her on Instagram at Emil underscore Enchanted, also EmilEnchanted.com. So glad that we were able to reconnect, put in another episode. You're not the first repeat guest, but you are the first repeat guest that did two normal episodes. The other one were trip reports. So I think that's at least some plaque on the wall. Ah, hey, hey, I'll take it. <laughs> Super excited. Well, awesome. Well, we can't wait to see how the website grows and how you evolve and all the great content that you're going to be able to put out. So thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, guys. And I wish you all the same. I can't wait to see y'all blow up and do all the great things, too. Thank you for listening to Detour to Neverland. 
Make sure to subscribe to never miss the new episodes on Mondays, Tuesday, and Thursday. Be sure to leave us an iTunes review and share the show with your friends to help spread the magic. Connect with us on Instagram at detourtoneverland_podcast underscore podcast or at detourtoneverland.com.